Hey, what's up, guys? It's the Zero for Hire podcast. This is going to be a shorter episode, I believe. Just, um, <clears throat> I'm recording this one the night before I have to go in to work. I got to get up pretty early this morning. Um, so by the time you hear this, I will probably be halfway through my shift. <laughs> That's how early in the morning. Anyways, you didn't, you didn't tune in for that. I want to talk about RFK Jr. because it's a really interesting situation we got with this guy. When I first heard him, I was like, oh, that's not uh, somebody I want to hear. You know, like his voice is it just it's grating. Not a big fan of his voice. But then once you get through that, um, you have... A lot of things that he says reminds me of the early 90s, you know, the way people used to think, the more moderate way of thinking in the 90s. Um, now, don't get me wrong. RFK is as left as the day is long, and it scares me how many conservatives are spending time admiring and, ooh, look at, oh, look at that. Ooh, now he's being censored. He's just like us. This is all part of that moving of the Overton window in order to create a scenario where the center is the new right and the right is the far right and the center left is the new center. Um, and that's, it's nothing more than that. Now, I'll say that RFK has some good things to say about a few good things. He's got some good ideas. But he's still a liberal, he's still a leftist, and he's still going to operate that way if he ever got into office. So it's like it's not it's like uh checking out a, a married woman or something, you know? It's like you, it's not a situation that's ever going to happen. It's not a good idea. So why are you wasting your time? Why are you putting yourself through that? You know, it's it's just stupid. Now I admire him as a person um, who has the potential to do some philanthropy or to do some activist work or whatever. But, like, that's not the route that he's going. He's going after political power. He's trying to get, what is it, Bo Kennedy, I think it's Bo, his nephew, you know, position for political power. And so, like, all of the nice things that they have to say, in my opinion, just go to the wayside because they're never going to enact any anything on it. They're not, they're not going to do anything serious about it. But, you know, running for president is pretty serious. And again, when I heard him talk, I said to myself, you know, this seems like the conservatives liberal. You know what I mean? Like, he seems like the kind of Democrat that conservatives would get behind. And I said that to my wife, and she was like, he's still a Democrat. And I was like, yeah, no, yeah, I know, I know. Like, when you hear what he says, and this plays into that movement, that moving of the, the Overton window. Now, there was this thing earlier this week where RFK was on Joe Rogan, or Joe Rogan wanted to have RFK on there because there was this, like, vaccine guy. I cannot remember the guy's name, Javid or Havid or something. And he's a medical doctor who's just, he's like Anthony Fauci 2.0. You know, he just wants to be the expert in the room and push his opinion and be seen as the smart guy. And we're dumb because we don't listen to him about vaccines. We should just get the jab. That kind of stuff. Well, RFK was on, um, 
it was either on Rogan or on Twitter or something. And this other guy was just like having a tweet storm. And so he was like calling out Joe Rogan and calling out RFK. So Joe Rogan's like, hey, come on my show. Come on the Joe Rogan experience and have this debate. And the guy passed it up. And then he went on MSNBC and, and high-fived with, um, you know, the other leftists over there about how he doesn't need to debate because this is science and we don't debate in science. And, like, literally that's what you're supposed to do in science. You're supposed to take ideas and throw them against the wall as hard as possible and find out which ones are the better ideas. Like, that's science. You try to recreate things. That's science. You try to prove your points. You, you present arguments and see which ones stand up to scrutiny. That's literally science, but he's sitting there on MSNBC like, oh, we, we don't have to, you know, debate because we're scientists. And he goes to the station where he's never going to be challenged or anything. Meanwhile, he's literally a doctor and RFK is not. So if RFK is so wrong, this would be your opportunity to show the whole world and make an example out of him, right? But no, he doesn't have any real arguments. He's These are the people that are like the equivalent of... You know, hold me back, bro, hold me back. And then you, you let him go. And he's like, no, no, no. When I say hold me, when I say let me go, don't don't actually let me go. All right, get off me. Get off me. Hold me back. You know, that is that sort of deal. So Javi or Javid or whatever his name is, he backed out. Thus making RFK look more like a hero. And then I get on Twitter today. Glenn Greenwald. The extent to which Google is acting to censor RFK, especially as he rises in the polls against Biden and receives more attention is very striking and revealing. Big Tech now routinely censors elected officials, of course, did so to the sitting U.S. president. And then it says, um, Luke Radowski. He says, I played a small clip of RFK Jr. to comment on my YouTube channel today. And now my entire channel has been demonetized. To which I retweeted with the response, Are you awake yet? Luke Radowski is on the Tim Pool channel. He's the guy who talks and like his entire paragraph is one long freaking sentence with no breaks and breaths or anything. It's like he's afraid that somebody might actually like cut him off or comment or have an opportunity to talk or something. Like he, he just strings all, you know people like that. Like, you think they're done talking, and, and, but, and they always add some conjunction in there to let you know that they're not done talking, and, and then they just, you know, there's no natural pauses, because they're just, he's one of those kind of guys. Anyways, he's also, um, a political commentator, and he does good work, and he's, you know, gone and challenged some people and done the whole, like, run up on you in the middle of, you, you, you know, when somebody's, like, trying to get some frozen yogurt or something and he shows up with a microphone. What do you think about these gray sneakers? You know, he, like, he does that kind of on-the-street stuff. Um, he's got a YouTube commentary channel. Like I said, he does great work. He's on Tim Pool. I mean, he wouldn't be trash if he was on Tim Pool. But um, to this to this degree... Why are you still doing political commentary on YouTube without a plan? Now your whole channel is demonetized. You're going to make your living on Odyssey like I was trying to do? Definitely not on Rumble because I don't know who's watching Rumble. So like these political commentators, they still haven't figured out a, a business plan for what they're doing. 
they got so comfortable with YouTube monetization the way it was 10 years ago. And those days are over. The gravy train has moved on. And they're still trying to squeeze every little drop of gravy out of YouTube. <sighs> then you got Matt Taibbi tweeting Glenn Greenwald tweeting Luke Radowski about RFK Jr. So all of the anti-establishment podcasters are up in arms and flailing arms and oh, we're being Google, we're being censored by Google and like you freaking knew this was gonna happen. Jimmy Dore's in it. The established can no longer control the. Okay, so everybody is just like flipping out and bloviating about RFK Jr. And um, it's weird to see, bro. It is weird to see. But let's see. I mean, I feel bad for Luke Radowski because he basically just lost his main source of income. But for other people that are listening, like, stop making YouTube your main source of income. Because it's just, it's a lot. It looks like Bryson Gray's making the headlines. Um, he's got a song called Reclaim the Rainbow, and it's making its rounds on conservative media outlets. It's on Newsmax. Um, I heard... Um, Jason Whitlock talking about it earlier. So that's good. He's doing some good things. And it's still so, so weird how many, like, CHH artists are just trying to, like, kick him off of the squad on a technicality rather than linking arms with, like, one of the few people who is literally making it into the top 20 every time he drops a song. Like, every time Bryson Gray drops a song, he's in the top 20. Not in Christian, not in CHH, like, in the top 20 songs period, on the charts. You don't hear them talking about Lecrae on Newsbacks and CNN and, you know, these other channels. Like, you, he's not a part of the conversation. Bryson Gray is. He's actually a real competitor in the news war, in the uh, culture wars. That's what Jason Whitlock was talking about. Uh, but they just still reject him. And I have to ask myself, why? Why are they still rejecting him? Well, this ties back into the music is spells thing that I'm working on. And uh, on the 520 Collective podcast, uh, we recorded a show the other day, I said something along the lines of, people don't like when you knock down their gods. Now this was in context to remixes. If you take a, a song that's meant to glorify the street life, let's say by Nas or Jay-Z, and then you, or, or Kendrick Lamar, you know, and then you remix it, to glorify Christ, what you've done is you've taken that song as a platform, as a priming tool, um, and you've taken the God of Nas or taken the God Jay-Z or, or Kendrick Lamar off of that platform. You've knocked him, like in spiritual warfare, you're taking ground from the devil. You've knocked him off his platform, and then you've placed Christ there instead. People don't like that. You can remix the song and it can be about Percocet and prostitutes and cutting yourself. They'll tolerate those things. But you knock their God off of the pedestal and put Jesus on there, they don't like that. And the way this ties in is you think you're under the assumption that because people are 
claiming to be Christians, because CHH artists are claiming to be Christians, that they only serve the one God. But their behavior shows you that they serve more than one God. Because when you knock their gods off the charts and you're making your way up the charts by going against the established narrative on behalf of God, he's Bryson Gray is preaching God's message, but CHH ain't with it. CHH ain't promoting him. They're not linking arms with him. That is a real issue. That is something that you really need to look at and even ask, ask, ask. Why can't I talk? Ask some people. What's the problem? What, what do you have a problem with this song? Why don't, why don't you, you know, celebrate with us? Why don't you celebrate with us? This isn't a song about Donald Trump. This isn't a song about being a Republican. This is called Reclaim the Rainbow. And nobody's talking about it. So... Yeah, that's that's also what's going on in news. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm gonna leave off tonight. Uh, it's gonna, like I said, it's gotta be a short one. I gotta get up at six o'clock in the morning and and get ready for work. I gotta be there at seven. And yeah, still living that day job life. Um, I'm glad to be able to bring some money home for my family though. Later this week, I'm considering um, taking some of the songs that I've been working on and or taking some of the songs that I've released in the past and gone going through lyrics things like that uh, I've, I've also playing with the idea of if I'm going to have Mondays off now um, when we maybe not this week or next maybe next week because I got to have some time to get the cycle going I want to do something like uh, Anna Mondays Anime Mondays we call it Anna Mondays where we'll talk about anime or um, comics or something like that. You know, we talk about things in that realm on Mondays, and maybe kind of break up some of the stuff that we're that's going on in our world by the day. You know, Tuesdays would be news headlines, um, and just pick a day like Friday's the mailbag. So, I'm 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 interested to he hear what you guys have to say about that one. Would you be interested in Anna Mondays? Because um, I like talking to people about anime and getting recommendations and things like that. So that's all I'm going to do for tonight. This has been the Zero Fryer Podcast. Um, you can follow me on Substack if you're not already. And uh, just go to Substack or go, go Zero for Hire, X-E-R-O, for hire.substack.com. And um, you can become a subscriber there. We're going to be doing some subscriber-only stuff hopefully within the month it looks like our user base is growing um the show is now starting to become available in other countries it seems like we got a small user base in spain right now and if you're listening in spain welcome um italy well no italy wasn't one of the riser ones i can't remember the list of names right now but it was i know spain was like at the top right next you know just under u.s but that was really interesting, and um, I like to see the show grow. We are also on Telegram. The The show Telegram isn't Zero for Hire, though. It's Zero Talks, which I need some help getting that transferred over. I need some people to help me, like, 
start a new telegram and kind of like start migrating people over to it so it's consistent like a zero for hire telegram page I really need to start doing that so um, if anybody wants to help with that time talent and treasure you have something you want to bring to the show it's a value for value proposition you can uh, help me with that building the telegram I'm looking to put together a donation page for the website and then uh, subscribe Please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I can't say it enough. Share the show with some friends. Help us grow this subscriber base so that we can turn on the actual subscriber features and uh, move the show in the right direction from there. So that's all I'm going to do tonight. I'm getting tired and I can feel it. And I got to get up real, real early in the morning and want to know what you guys think about Anna Mondays. Okay, bye.